Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 4, Continued. Longing to be all things to all men. If Archbishop Perrier hoped that reference to his submitting the case to the authorities in Rome, where such requests would undergo careful and lengthy examination, would dampen Mother Teresa's enthusiasm, he was mistaken. On the contrary, she saw his trip to Rome as a perfect opportunity to bring God's plan to completion. Writing once more, she pleaded with the archbishop to bring the case directly to the notice of the Pope. She was sure that with the Pope's intervention, her hope of moving ahead could soon be realized. Loretto Convent, Asensol Your Grace, many thanks for your letter. I am not surprised that you will not act, and that you are taking your time over your answer. Some day, the permission is sure to come, and then you will, I am sure, be the first to give the young institute all the help it will need. You say in your letter that you will submit the case to the authorities in Rome, where the question will be examined carefully. I would be grateful if you spoke to our Holy Father about it. He will understand. It will depend on you, Your Grace, to tell the Holy Father everything. Tell him that the Institute will be especially for the unity and happiness of family life, the life of which he has so much at heart. Tell him of the countless broken homes here in India, in Calcutta, and everywhere. It is to make these unhappy homes happy to bring Jesus into their dark homes, that our Lord wants me and the sisters to give our lives as victims for homes. By our poverty, labor, and zeal, we shall enter every home, gather the little children from these unhappy homes. Tell the Holy Father that the pastoral letter you wrote a few weeks back will get its answer in the Missionary Sisters of Charity. We shall be perfectly free in the poverty we intend, or rather, God wants from us. There are Indian, Anglo-Indian, and European girls who are longing to give just like this everything to God. There are Indian, Anglo-Indian, and European girls who are longing to give just like this everything to God and get at the heart of the people, in whatever country they be. Tell our Holy Father of my longing to be all things to all men. Bring him the first letter I wrote to you. I have no proof, but I know it is God who wants this from us. What if it all be failure? I have no fear. If only one family If only one little unhappy child is made happy with the love of Jesus, tell me, will it not be worth all of us giving all for that? For you having all the trouble, 
Your grace I know not how to ask you. I leave it to him to tell you what to tell our Holy Father. But tell him everything you know. He is our missionary Holy Father. He is suffering on account of so many unhappy homes is a continual torture to his fatherly heart. Ask him that we, the sisters and I, be his daughters who would bring joy to his heart by bringing happiness into these unhappy homes. Amongst the very poor, what suffering the mothers undergo on account of their children, on account of their husbands. My sisters will care for their children, will nurse the sick, the old, and the dying in their homes. They will teach the young wives how to make their homes happy. There are many places where the priest even cannot get at, but a missionary of charity will by her work enter every hole, wherever there is human life, wherever there is a soul for Jesus. You tell me to pray, pray much. Yes, I do. And I am asking other people to do the same. You also pray. Ask St. Francis Xavier during this novena of grace to let us have the grace of doing the most pleasing thing. I shall wait. Wait as long as the Holy Father wants me to. I am also ready to leave all at one word from him and go to begin the life of complete poverty so as to be able to give all to Jesus. You will say, where are the sisters who will join? I know the mind of many a girl and what they are longing to do for Christ. This does not trouble me. He will provide everything. The more we trust him, the more he will do. Kindly tell Father Van Exen that I won't be able to write to him in the way my superior cannot read it. I used to write to him everything, but now I shall keep till I see him in confession. Thank God, in St. Mary's all is very well. I knew God would give his best for that place. Mother Mary Columba is one of our best nuns. The sisters will learn much from her. I am so glad to know that you received such good reports about them. I do hope Asensol will see them soon. For here, nothing is done for the natives. They seem to know very, very little. The sisters would be a great, great grace. I am praying that they will come soon. I am teaching Hindi and Bengali, hygiene and geography. The children are very good and simple. I miss very much the open simplicity of my St. Mary's girls and their generous love for our Lord. Pray for me that I become a humble, generous religious so that he will use me according to his pleasure. Your devoted child in Jesus Christ, Mary Teresa. The Loretto Rule of the time permitted 
Mother Teresa's superiors to examine her correspondence if deemed expedient in the Lord, because she had been unjustly suspected of having an unhealthy relationship with Father Van Exen. Mother Teresa reasonably expected that any correspondence between them would be examined. Since she did not want anyone, not even her superiors, to know as yet about her inspiration, she avoided writing to Father Van Exen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, like our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, delight and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How profound is Mother Teresa's confidence? But is her confidence arrogance? No. Because it's not confidence in herself. It's confidence in God. She's so convinced of the goodness of God. She's so convinced about his power that she can dare to hope for so many things. But her confidence is not only in God. It's also in what God can do in human lives. And she was convinced that there were other young women like herself who were longing to do something for Christ. I know the mind of many a girl, she says. You see, Mother Teresa had been teaching for all these years. She had taught many young women from Calcutta. And she saw in them an amazing faith and a generous love for our Lord. And because she recognized that, and because of her experience, and because of her own wisdom, she had great confidence that some of these girls were looking for exactly the thing that our Lord had inspired her to want to start. That there were young women who wanted to give everything for Christ. Let us pray tonight that more young women will hear this call. And let us pray that God will raise up leaders, spiritual mothers, who will be able especially to minister to women, women leading other women, women calling forth generous souls to do something for Christ. And Mother Teresa also had confidence that this message of Christ would make people happy. And this is something we also desperately need to pray for. We all need to pray for the kind of confidence, the kind of faith, that the message of Christ and the love of Christ and the friendship of Christ is what every human heart is longing for. He is the one Savior. He is the universal mediator. No one comes to the Father but through him. All things were made through him, and apart from him, nothing was made that was made. 
Every single one of us was created to be in union with Jesus Christ. Every one of us and all the people we meet are made for his friendship and his love and his mercy. And all of us are meant to be forgiven by his precious blood and to be raised up to a new life in him. And apart from him, life has no full meaning. Apart from him, the true life has not begun. Because he said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. Life begins, true life begins. The true happy life begins. The true life that has meaning, full meaning, everything having meaning, begins when we begin to know him and to know his friendship and through him to be brought into a relationship with the eternal father in the Holy Spirit. This is the thing we need to have confidence about. So that when we bring the message of Christ to people, when we try to bring his love to them, we're bringing them something they're actually wanting, something they're made for. It's not alien. It's not violent. It's nothing unwanted. No, deep down, every human being is looking for Christ. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.